0: What's going on, everyone? This is the Fitting Room Podcast. I am your host, as always, AJ Bopal, alongside
1: Nate Adelman. Nate, how are you today, man? Great to see you, AJ, and always happy to be in the Fitting Room.
0: Always great to be here. We actually haven't been in the Fitting Room since the... Uh, putter grip episode.
1: Yeah. They put us on lockdown. You know, we yes, got some exciting new products that we're working on. Mm-hmm. We had the links at Petco you in had there. The, right. Links at Petco was a full week.
0: So yeah, yep. we've been, uh, we've been grinding over here. No doubt about it, but, uh, Don't
1: worry not. We've got a bunch of good yeah. new episodes on the horizon. Yeah. Including today, I think.
0: Yeah. Today is awesome. One, because it was my idea. And two, <laughs> because, uh, we got a lot of responses. Yes. Uh, so the theme for today's episode is we're going to answer your questions just kind of yes. live. Um, so, you know off the cusp
1: so this episode 100% consumer driven questions asked yes. on Callaway community yes. www.callowaygolf.com community yep um, pretty much any question you ask on there will be answered and right. the best ones are usually on the show but today we're doing all questions and you know between you and I AJ we've We've got a good amount of knowledge, or at least between me, we have a good amount of knowledge. <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, That's all we need. <laughs> but but no, I thought that it'd be great to have a little help, uh, a little different perspective, a little different point of view mm-hmm. from our guy, uh, mm-hmm. Steven. Yes. Um, Steven Sereno, who, true story, probably has done more fittings than anyone else in our department. Not probably. 100% has done more fittings. There's no question about that, Nate. So he's... <laughs> <laughs> He's a good guy to have on the show, so I'm pumped about that.
0: Yeah, so the way it's going to work is we start a thread on the Calway community asking for your fitting questions, and we're literally just going to go in order. So we're going to answer the most questions um, in a 15 to 18-minute range, and then hopefully uh, yours will make it on this episode, and if it doesn't, it'll just go on the next episode. It's as easy as that. So, yep. um, Nate, you want to plug anything before we get into this? Callaway Customs maybe? If you guys didn't know about that, it's Cal- pretty
1: cool. Calaway Customs are definitely very hot uh, right now. Yeah. We just had the Tour Limiteds, the auction mm-hmm. wedges, which are cool. Yes. We'll have another cool set next month. Yes. But but honestly, it doesn't matter. You don't need that. You can go on the site right now. Yep. You can design your wedge. You'll see what it looks like, yep. and you'll be good to go. Yeah,
0: calawaygolf.com slash customs. It's that easy. Uh, design your own wedge. Make it as cool as you want. Um, And while you're on our website, check out our gift guide, because this episode is probably coming out a day before Thanksgiving. So uh, check out our holiday gift guide. Um, And then we'll be back right after this with Steve. All right, we are back. It's Nate, myself, and Steve in the Callaway Podcast Studio. Steve, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about... Uh, your fitting background before we start answering some of these questions.
2: Well, first and foremost, I want to some... say thank you guys. Oh, Appreciate for having on. me on. Our pleasure. Uh, it's good to uh, to get on here. Hell yeah! Uh, and, and give some insights. So, <laughs> uh, I spent about three to four years actually doing like demo days for Callaway. Mm. Uh, so I've got the full gamut um, of uh, expertise, if you will, on that front. And then I actually built putters for a year and some change uh, on the Aussie truck when we had that. So. Uh, a fair amount of uh, fitting background. It's been yeah. a while, but yeah. I think I know the, the and, gist. And yeah. the I'll lingo. just,
1: I'll just add. Sometimes when I have some harebrained fitting ideas or, or questions that I have about tinkering with my own clubs, Stephen will be see the first the guy. guy I go to to bounce ideas off of, see what he's thinking. So he's the perfect guy here to have a good thoughtful discussion with all these questions from the, uh, from the community. So AJ, why don't you kick us off?
0: All right, I'm gonna kick us off. Question number one. Here we go. All right, this is from Alton. Uh, six five three four all right. He asks. I was thinking if you have a putter that has changeable weights, can you adjust the weights like you can in a driver to help with the direction the balls roll out? That's actually a pretty interesting question. Yeah, pretty uh, such question, as man. such as pushing or pulling a putt. Um, do yeah. the cha- do the weights? Can you adjust them so that they affect whether the putt goes left or right?
1: So that, it's funny this question came up because Stephen and I, we actually discussed this earlier in the week. Um, the answer is definitely yes. Mm-hmm. And the results will be a little bit dependent on what type of putter the player is and yeah. how they produce their putting stroke. 100%. So, okay, so
0: say somebody has an RSX milled. milled right? collection. Milled collection. It has, it has the weights in the saw. Yes. So if somebody wants to kind of force a putt to go left or favor
1: a left putt, what would they do with the weights? So it depends a little bit on their stroke. Stroke. But the theory is using the weights, you can adjust the amount of toe hang in the putter. Mm -hmm. And with more toe hang, the putter will tend to release more. With less toe hang, the putter will release less. So if you want to make it less toe hang, more face balanced, that will help you move. Theoretically, it would help you move it more to the right. Um, And if you're missing consistently to the right and you want to move left, you'd put more in the toe, makes it more toe hang, and it would More weight. You're saying more weight in the toe. More weight in the toe, yes. More Mm -hmm. weight, Okay. Um, Now, that being said, though, if certain people hold the putter very firmly Mm -hmm. um, and putt, like, let's say, with their back and shoulders and no hands, where they kind of keep the putter pretty square throughout the putting stroke, Mm -hmm. you probably won't see a difference at all. Yeah. Right. So it it somewhat depends on how loose you are with your putter release.
2: yeah, it's always good to keep in mind, too, is is kind of where you hit your putts. So there's a lot of people that hit it maybe off the toe or off the mm-hmm. heel. Um, so, you know, depending on kind of where you miss it, similar to, you know, a driver, let's say, you want to make sure you get that weight kind of where your miss is. It's also going to help.
0: Right in terms of like right driver that's like a center of gravity thing
1: right so if you have it loaded in the heel with weight yeah but you you miss kind of a little bit off the toe Mm -hmm. it's not going to have a very strong roll. right Right. but but if you know that like hey sometimes i do hit it off the toe you put a little more weight there then it's kind of drawing the sweet spot to that yeah part of the all right cool
0: so yeah alton go uh experiment with some some weight changes there hopefully that helped you out um if you still have some follow-up questions just follow up on that thread All right, let's go to number two. Ah, from our boy, Alice. Alice 367. Good old Alex. All right, here we go. Nate, this one's actually directed to you. It is. Why don't you start us off here? Yeah. Glad to see more podcasts coming. Oh, hey, thanks, buddy. Any chance you could discuss iron shafts and how their design influences ball flight? Yes.
1: Iron shaft and ball flight. Yes. Got it. Okay. So... One of the things we've talked about a lot on this show is the importance of shaft weight. Mm-hmm. When, you, when, it, when it comes to selecting a shaft, I believe the weight is the most important uh, spec to pay attention to because that is going to be the right combination of giving you speed but also being able to control and feel the club. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have a shaft that has more weight built in to the grip end or towards the tip end, that will affect the way the weight of the shaft feels. And the way that that um, the balance point, so that can also affect your swing weight. So I think, um, especially with uh, the the way iron shafts are designed, first and foremost is finding the proper weight for what your game, what's appropriate for your game. Yeah. Um, and then second uh, is the feel thing. So the certain steps, the location of steps um, in the shaft can affect feel. Um, sometimes, you know, stepless shafts look very nice. They do achieve a, a firmer feel, mm-hmm. but you kind of lose a little bit of that feedback. So there's a little bit of
2: design there as well. Yeah. Kind of going to, to Nate's point there, um, what you're talking about the, the different segments, it's, it's kind of how, you know, if a, if a, a shaft is, is butt stiff or not, butt stiff or tip stiff, you, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, if you look at like a, a project, project X PXI versus a standard project X, uh, in your standard Project X, you're going to have a stiffer shaft pretty much throughout. I believe it's in the grip uh, and the midsection, and I believe the tip is the softer part. I could be wrong there, uh, but I know that for a PXI, the butt end is a little bit softer. So if you get both in a 6O, obviously the PXI is going to feel just a little bit softer. Little softer. But, but yeah.
1: one of the reasons I think that maybe they don't publish is that the PXI is... Ten grams lighter, and then so the lighter point be, too. Yeah. Be one of the ways they achieve that softer feel is by making it a lighter
2: right. shaft. So that's, I mean, the, you know, Nate, that's a very good point. the The weight plays a huge part into, into it, but also you want to make sure that you check the uh, the bend points too, because that can play into it as well. So uh, definitely something to look into, especially when you're looking at uh, again iron, you know, ball flights and iron shafts and things like that. And if you want something that's higher, obviously you want to go with something that's a little bit lighter. Right.
1: And if there's a player who tends to be, I know um, Alex has no, no trouble spinning the ball, sometimes mm-hmm. wants to bring a spin down, um, heavy heavy always will be the the most, I'd say, effective lever to, to bringing that down. So just
0: a couple factors, huh? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot, there's <laughs> oh a lot of cow. factors, but
1: honestly, weight. Loaded question. Yeah, weight is definitely the, the if, if you're spraying your irons or you're not getting the, the distance or the launch you want, the first yeah. thing to look at would be weight.
0: All right. Awesome. All right, moving right along, numero tres, MGT15. How about some knowledge, how about some info on wedges, specifically the bounce on a wedge and whether or not it should change as you go higher, lower, and loft? That's Hmm. a pretty good question. All right, so let's talk about uh, bounce on the wedges and kind of things that we do um, here with MD3 and kind of PM Grind we could even talk about. Uh, So, uh, Stephen, what say you in regards to the bounce in relation to the... uh, in loft and yeah i mean that's
2: definitely an interesting question uh and i think the one thing with wedge fitting is you have to kind of understand your baseline like are you a digger are you a yeah. sweeper do you pick the ball so on and so forth but then to really figure out the, the bounce for each of the wedges you have to kind of see what you use them for right so yeah. you know would you get and yeah you know would you get a c run in a 50 probably not because it's more of a fairway shot potentially or a full shot but then as you get down to your 50, uh, 54s, 56s, 58s, 60s, you know, you kind of have to do a self-analysis and say, hey, you know, where do I use these clubs and kind of determine it from there? Yeah. So, and it also depends on the course conditions could, you play at, right, too. Right,
0: the sand you play in, the, the fairways that you play in, you know, all right. that stuff is, all that stuff has to go into right. it. Right. I
2: mean, typically, you know, you'd look at your conditions and say, hey, if it's wet, I'm going to play m- probably majority of a W grind in, yeah. in most places, yep. but hey let's say you hit your 54 out of the fairway well you get you know you use a w grind but then if you're in the bunker or you like to open up your shots uh -hmm. the club face i should say uh, and be a little more versatile, you want to get a C grind for your 58 or your 60. Mm-hmm. So, uh, definitely a good question here. You know, so, Nate, what do you think? Well, so r- when Roger was on our show, he was talking about
1: the importance of grinds, and the grind is yeah. more important in the higher lofted wedges. Mm, and right. the reason I believe that is because uh, the higher lofted wedges you go, Um, the sharper that leading edge has to be. So you can have 12 degrees of bounce on your 50 degree wedge and have no issue sitting off the fairway, anywhere you want, right? But if you put 12 degrees of bounce in your 60, Mm. that leading edge is gonna be really high off the turf. So so the bounce number is more important as you go to the higher lofted wedges, but um, as the wedge gets higher lofted, that leading edge gets sharper, So you have to make sure you just have less room for forgiveness. So that's why it's really important in your 60 and your 56 uh, to look at how you use that club. Right. Especially if you're opening it up, if you're hitting a lot of, if you're hitting a lot of flop shots then I would go C grind if I was, if you right. were hitting for, a lot of for most know. players and our tour players the s grind is the most popular yeah. you can't go wrong you can open it up you can play it square right. and that's it's, standard grind for yeah. everybody that's not and, familiar with and it it's good out of the bunkers but if you have a club that you only use out of the bunkers like this yeah. is my bunker club yeah then you want more like w grind or pm grind or pm grind uh right. pm grind is pretty versatile for pretty much anything but mm-hmm. uh but similarly if you have a club where you like to open it up and let it sit flat then you do need a C grind but Um, I would say the, the way you use the club is probably the most important, um, factor rather than what loft it is. Yeah. Okay, cool. Todd T. When should a player
0: think about switching from steel to graphite shafts in their irons? Actually a great question. Uh, We loaded question. Yeah. All right. We let's try to, uh, right. Let's try to break it down here
1: for him. Okay. So I'm going to make it easy or I'm going to make it difficult. And I'll say, tour (laughs) players are using graphite now. So there is no necessarily, I have achieved X or I have reached a point of X, so now I must switch to graphite. Right. Right. So some popular reasons a player might want graphite. Number one, uh, weight, a weight. Lightweight. Like like we talked about with shaft weight. Uh, Number one, shaft weight. Uh, If someone wants something lighter, you can get graphite lighter than you can get steel. You can get 40-gram graphite shafts, Mm. Right. That sounds pretty enticing.
0: I'm not gonna lie. So, <laughs> so <laughs> High ball flights. High ball flights. <laughs> so that's one reason. To launch it.
1: Um, another reason is feel. Typically, you can get uh, higher torque values in in graphite than you can with steel. Mm-hmm. So especially with um, people with arthritis or you know golf elbow or some other uh, you know physical like pain or yeah. ailments. Uh, a graphite shaft can be more forgiving on the body, so the reverberation it sends back to you is a little softer. It's a little less harsh. Okay. So those are two reasons, mm-hmm.
2: um, Stephen, why somebody you, would look at yeah. graphite. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what though. I mean, there's a lot of good players in the world uh, right now that have played graphite shafts in their irons, and there's nothing wrong with it. it uh, the the manufacturing of graphite shafts nowadays have become so good, and you can yeah. get it, to, you know, pretty tight that. Yeah, it's going to more or less act like a steel shaft, but maybe right. feel that much better. So, for those of you guys, that, you know, that are on the fence or think that uh, graphite's for you know maybe the older folk or I older was, demographic, yeah, not true.
0: And I was gonna say, I feel like it might be a part of that is that some people don't play play graphite because there's this kind of the stigma, stigma, stigma yeah. of like, oh no, I shouldn't be playing graphite. Like I'm a better player. Right. I'm a younger player um you know i definitely need to play steel because everybody else they kind of see is playing steel right. um but that's not true not at all yeah.
1: i'll tell you not what sometimes all. like w- when i'm home for the holidays yeah uh i'll be at the range with my family and i'll pull one of my my mom's clubs out <laughs> you know very lightweight graphite and those are fun to hit it yeah. goes high right it go- it's easy you launch is <laughs> easy it feels good so yep. uh certainly and, and even guys on tour like matt kuchers plays uh steel steel oh that's right yeah, steel yeah steel steel Fibers. Fibers. and there's yeah uh, i think um uh, Snedeker plays graphite shafts as well so mm-hmm. there's there's nothing to be ashamed of the graphite shafts could be a trend is it a
0: trendy thing last question is it trendy to play graphite not yet oh, not yet <laughs> okay. maybe soon not, quite. not yet, yeah, yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. alright well we're getting there alright guys well that is all the time that we have today Uh, for questions from the community. If you want to ask your question, go to com slash community and find our podcast thread. It's right on the front page, so you can't really miss it. Um, Add your question to this list, and we will definitely answer it here on the Fitting Room Podcast. So until next time, have a good one, guys.